0: Hello everyone out there in this what seems like post apocalyptic I uh, I can't speak post No
1: no keep me rolling with this post
0: apocalyptic We're going to like keep going until I can say <laughs> yeah. this You post- got it you got it apocalyptic a uh, post
1: <laughs> post close, <too> close.
0: apocalyptic apocalyptic <laughs> Someone help it's the end of Post the world. pocket can't talk. Okay, yeah. I can't talk. I've lost how to speak. I know, know me no speak no more. Um, this is what
1: happens when you're out of school for so long. <laughs> Your brain becomes smooth.
0: See what online classes are doing to us. All right. Anyway, besides, the, besides that, um, me and Liam want to uh, sincerely apologize for not uh, having an episode. Uploading? Where- yeah, within the past, I think, month. I think uh, March like 13th yeah. or 14th was the last time we uploaded an episode, so we're really sorry about that, but we are back. But hey, we
1: are back. yeah, we're back. The world's ending, so I think we have a decent excuse. It's an extenuating yeah. circumstance so. for sure. Yeah. And just to point out, here today we have our guest, Rob. Yes. He's my roommate and close friend to both of us, so. Say hi, Rob. We got that boy. Hi, everyone. Alright,
0: so that's Rob's voice. You can recognize that now throughout the rest of this episode. Yep. Um, so and that's we, his only
1: part of the episode today. He is gone. Yeah. Bye, Rob. Bye, Rob. You're done. Alright, okay. right,
0: okay. <laughs> right, I'll see you guys. <laughs> so, um, what's happening with us, where both, all three of us are in college, as you all already know, if you've been listening to the past three, uh, four or five episodes, uh, I think it's four. Um, yeah. yeah, it's four. In, in giant air quotes. Yeah, um, Right now, we are all under online class situations. I think that's, like, a national thing at this point. I don't think I know any other colleges that are actually still in person. It's now April 4th. I think it'd be psycho if there was still, like, a university that's open and not online.
1: Probably the University of Wyoming's my guess. Yeah, probably. They would be the one college standing. <laughs> or standard.
0: Florida. I mean, Florida does some wax stuff um actually no i know people in florida they're not they're not they're online no they're um, whack <laughs> they're, they're still whack but it's like they're online <laughs> um but yeah i personally for me um the online class experience has been somewhere in the middle i'm not pro online i'm not anti online i it has to be done i know that but like i definitely prefer in person but i don't know what about you liam how do you feel about online
1: uh, I'm lucky that this semester is online, just because it's a lot more theoretical, so it's able to, you know, do my engineering, math, and stuff online, so it's not that hard mm. of a transition, but if, like, next semester's online, I'm gonna be absolutely screwed, because that's when all my technical knowledge is gained, so I'm hoping this doesn't continue, but I'm doing alright for now. What yeah. about you, Rob? Um,
2: well...
0: The
1: acting I'm a major,
2: so uh, I can't really <laughs> act through the computer. Uh, I mean, the classes that I'm taking, I have I have a dramaturgy class that I'm taking, so it, it's basically just uh, you know play analysis and whatnot. So you can mm. do that online, but stuff like learning stagecraft and actual performance classes, you you can't do that online. Uh, my Spanish class yeah. has taken an awful hit. Like, it, it's not the same. I have a test coming up, like, in two days, and I have no idea what's on it. Uh,
0: is, it, is, it is it crazy to think we are the first uh, people ever to be doing, to being in the situation where the whole nation is doing completely online classes. The internet has been a yep. thing for me and Liam had made a whole episode about this. The internet's been a thing since like the 90s yeah. and something like this has not happened since the internet came about. So like this kind of situation is, this is the first time it's happening. Like this specific kind of situation. Side so tangent. no one knows what they're doing. Yeah, go ahead. We, we
2: took we took the worst possible way though. We're using Zoom,
0: which is in my opinion, a
2: vastly <laughs> inferior Conferencing product. The only thing it's got going for it is its free account thing.
0: You know. WebEx is way safer. The hackers cannot get into yeah. WebEx.
2: Discord, I can mute someone Discord. who's just making a ton of noise
0: Hands on my down. side.
1: <laughs> I mean like. There's no good reason to use Zoom. No my, I got an it's email awful.
0: from GW uh, saying like telling everyone like don't use zoom anymore like we're not allowed to use <laughs> zoom people are still using it. <laughs> but they're like yeah there's hackers don't use zoom and what like, do you guys use now you guys use Web- webex I don't know I we've still been using zoom like no one <laughs> everyone's just like nah who sent that email zoom.
2: like one person like, I think the know, rest of to the faculty is like who's something. this what's
0: this guy talking about <laughs> I don't I'm yeah it's just like it's it's kind of obnoxious because like alright I don't know much about hacking but like what are these hackers... What can they really do? Like, they get in the Zoom meeting, but then they can click you... They can put URLs in the comments, but you just don't click on them, and you're fine. I guess it's, it's
2: either data trolling... or It's either trolling or data stealing. And, I mean, like... Well, yeah. Corporations already have my data. They already can, got our info. <laughs> what's, what could get
0: worse than that? Yeah. What about, um, besides online classes, just, like, how are you guys feeling about just, you know... Being out. sad, yeah. When did like, when not, did we, like social distancing?
2: We recorded that podcast like that week that we were all told, yeah, no, we're gonna extend spring break a little bit, and then like at the last second we went, oh yeah, no, we're spring
0: break is forever. Yeah, yeah. That could we talk right about how that outdated that, that podcast is <laughs> now? That, <laughs> that last episode, yeah, so sorry, aged like so milk. sorry
1: everyone,
2: aged like nasty milk. Can we talk about Dan? Yeah.
1: Oh,
0: no. Dan was in that should episode, we? right?
1: Yeah, he was. Yeah, should <laughs> we tell the audience?
0: No. Well, <laughs> no, no, no. I'm, we no. should not speak for Dan. I don't know. All right. Um,
1: Dan, but, yeah. if you're out there and listening, I love you. Do more of the Lord's work. That's all I'm going to say. All right?
0: <laughs> um, we're but, all just yeah. nice together. But, we were talking about an episode. If you haven't listened to that episode, please go back and listen to it. Um we were talking about how silly everyone was freaking out about this virus and now that yeah. it's now april 4th we should have just shut our mouths because we are biting our tongues now cuz
1: yeah. this thing is bad we were like oh media is focusing too much on it, you know. Yeah. It's it's not going to be that bad. It's only slightly worse than the flu. While some of that is still partially true, it's just a very serious (laughs) thing now. Please listen to the media. (laughs) Personally,
0: if if I could look into the future and see us right now today in this moment, I would have went back and I probably would have talked about the media not covering it enough. I would have been like, you need to drop any other story. Just tell people to like... Hive and, like, social distance because, like, I think the message about social distancing uh, should have been started spreading a little bit earlier.
1: Like, I don't know. All right. Agreed, but it, it started pretty early. People just did not care. Did not care until it yeah. really blew up.
0: If, okay, I want to throw out a scenario.
1: Um,
0: if you guys were President of the United States, would you or would you not uh, issue an executive order to you a complete no. nationwide no. like you need to stay Absolutely in your house not. you cannot leave.
1: Nope. Absolutely not. No. I would. That's super unconstitutional. You would. That's like very authoritarian <laughs> you, and scary. I, I want
2: to be real with my
0: citizens. You, okay like obviously there'd be like uh there'd be strings to that like people who need to leave would leave to go do it like they have to get done if you like need to get food but like if you're like out there just partying like you should be just like you need to be put inside a building, like, social distancing yourself.
1: That is very, look, I agree that they shouldn't be out there partying, but they know the risks, and they're the ones thinking about themselves, and they're, you know, taking this risk, so their consequences should be in their hands, you know? What am I, the president, you know, telling people what to do, you know? Well, those people
0: that are out there partying are being completely selfish because they're harming others indirectly.
1: Yes, but they know that. So, if someone gets hurt because of them, it's on their hands, blood on their hands. Yeah, but
0: that's, like, the few, so you need to, like, think of the majority.
1: Yeah, well, if you think of the majority, you should just... If you're doing that, then just say, don't go out. Have the parents, like, tell parents, please, take a stronger role in your kid's (laughs) life. Actually, like, stop them, because the parents are the only true authority figure in any of this. Who's going to listen to the president? What ramifications... (laughs) You know, <laughs> and then the, the only like consequences you could have for something like you're saying is jail time, which that is not something I even want to consider. Like that's the only mm. real consequence. Mm. Well, you also have so like just you also have to account that you're
2: it. asking me and Liam, who um, yeah. <laughs> are are not pow- uh, like re- really um, power hungry leaders, so to speak. Well, but that's you have why, to understand
0: I knew it would be against what you guys were gonna say yeah. because, like, kid.
2: right now we are <laughs> we are setting up a dangerous precedent for the amount of power um, government authorities have I mean you saw what happened in Hungary you saw that they yep. you, you saw during the uh, cares act they yeah. slipped in a bunch of money for the stimulus into
1: their own pockets
2: Congress yep. and stuff um, and they're but, trying to
1: I, I need to touch on that hungry part just to enlighten some people uh so in the guise of protecting hungary from covid 19 their leader pretty much became a de facto fascist dictator and he like outlawed transgender rights and stuff and a bunch of other things so this is what happens if you give the state a lot of power they go crazy so just like listen to the government saying please don't do this and don't make them say, I'm going to enforce laws. Yeah. That is the scariest thing. We, we've mm-hmm.
2: had security taken away before. It's still happening. The Patriot Act is still out there.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it was supposed
2: to end in 2005.
1: 2005. It keeps getting extended.
0: Wow. I mean, extended like, indefinitely. Okay. I was just definitely no, playing uh, Devil's Advocate at that point. But I want to direct to Liam about uh you were talking earlier about some volcano thing
1: oh yes so <laughs> <Can laughs> we like
0: can we just the real apocalypse
1: the real apocalypse all right each month we're building up to the apocalypse like january we almost had world war three or what everyone was saying you know then covid happened and all that then COVID. so happened. april oh no <laughs> no i'm oh, sorry <laughs> no no you're going bad rob <laughs> okay, whatever. Continuing. So, in April, what's gonna happen is the Yellowstone supervolcano is gonna blow up. All right. Wait, can you like give? Is this
2: like confirmed?
1: It is not confirmed, <laughs> but it is my scientific theory. All right. All right. So you know it's not true. No, it's a hundred percent true. All right. Because think about it. Two months, two months ago, uh, there was a earthquake in Utah. Utah doesn't get that many earthquakes. It was like a five-point-something. Then, like, last week, earthquake in Idaho, another place that doesn't get earthquakes, that was like a six-point-something. Now, where are both of these located? They're located on the outer parts of the supervolcano based in Yellowstone. And that thing is, like, thousands of years overdue for a massive eruption that would take out, like, the whole United States I much. think
0: I heard about this... Is it that soon that that thing's going to erupt now?
1: Well, I think that's the thing. We're overdue, right? We're we're overdue. They don't have, like, a date for when they think it's going to happen. It's just we're overdue, and we're getting earthquakes there, which we never had this many earthquakes there.
0: So the earthquakes is what's making you kind of think
1: about it. Yeah, exactly, because, like, you know, the seismic activity is directly linked with volcanic activity, and... Do you have a, do increased you have a t- seismic activity, increased volcanic activity? That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Dude, tell Tummy
0: rumbling. Th- okay, if there was an actual decent chance, even like slight chance, that something like that would happen anytime soon, don't you think someone would be saying something about it right now?
1: Dude, it pops up all the time. Like literally every year someone mentions the super volcanoes do. Because we don't have a way to tell you when it's going to explode. They're just saying it's like thousands of years overdue. And, you know, as activity increases, the likelihood of it exploding increases.
2: Hmm.
1: Like, it's online. Like, you know, people are talking about it online. But you're right, the news media isn't covering it that much. But I think they have a bigger yeah. issue to yeah. cover for now. For now.
0: Yeah. Well, hopefully that doesn't happen.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, I hope and... this doesn't age like milk, too, and it, you know, actually happens oh, so like yeah, everyone.
0: Oh, my God. All right, April gotta... Fool's. <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna delete this uh, part of the podcast now because we don't want a. Uh... <laughs> we to <laughs> We don't want to bite our tongues in about two <laughs>
1: weeks. Nah, we're keeping it. I- I'll own up to it. It'd be my fault if it goes off.
2: Oh, right. well, we had a- an original podcast planned like before all this happened. I think we're still going to do yeah. the original topic, right?
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, we're still going to try for that, you know, lighten the mood.
0: <laughs> After all this. Yeah. All right. So let's, yeah, let's Let's just move on to that, to the happy topics uh, for today. Um, so we kind of have this small list. I'll kind of outline what we're going to get to eventually. Um, so the first thing we're going to kind of dive into is... Well the whole thing is art, like arts. Like maybe specifically movies, but and music. Um but well, we're that's something talk I'm about, actually good at. Yeah. Uh <laughs> talk about art and society. Talk about uh why are we
1: talking about art and society, John?
0: Why are we talking about art and society? I don't know. Maybe
1: Rob, why are we talking about art and society?
0: Oh, you're trying to egg on his response. Okay, I was going to outline the entire discussion, but okay. We...
1: I don't know, y'all well, just told me that's what we were going to do. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, maybe because you two are arts people? You do artsy things occasionally?
0: What, and you you're, don't? Now you are now, too. No. You do a podcast, that's artsy, that's creative.
1: Nah, this isn't arts, this is a business. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> we're getting no money for this, dude. What are you talking about? Hey, like, a penny. We get, like, a penny per every 100 listeners, so... What? We're Where's technically getting fractions. Are you fractions keeping all
0: these pennies? Where, are you the penny whore? We haven't had 100 it to Robin listeners. Hood stocks. <laughs> the pennies are worth even less now. I invest, in today anything can happen. <laughs> the stock is worth one penny. <laughs> Alright, anyway. Rob... um do you kind of, I think you said you had some kind of blurb about arts and society. I kinda of don't because first, um, it's been a rough corona time. So my <laughs> <Corona> preparation It's th- <laughs> <has laughs> been a rough Corona time. <laughs> corona time. Um, but yeah, I I'm interested to hear what Rob says because as we've discussed in past episodes, Rob is the arts communications theater major, so I kind of want to hear your two cents on
1: this. Communications.
2: We can start with, I don't know, do you want to start with my my crazy side tangent? You want to start with um, how we feel about the impact of arts on modern society. Because I feel like those impact are two... Impact of arts on modern society. Yeah, modern society. Let's let's go on that. Uh, the question was... Because my
1: stance is there's practically none Now <laughs> your stance.
2: Uh, They're not really impactful in... A traditional sense, I guess it's it's very much more um, uh, subtle. It, it's it's very much a, 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 s- a subdermal layer of society. Um, I find that the arts nowadays are tr- uh, trying to be this new type of counterculture. You know, I mean, like eh, mean, especially okay now in the digital age, like now more than ever, if you want to create art and share it with the world, it is so easy. Right, all it is is a click of a button, and you say upload, and you can put Absolutely. it online, and everyone can see it.
0: You know, <laughs> like and but, subscribe. <laughs> yeah, but
2: the 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 trade-off here is that the the more art that gets out there, there's definitely going to be more art. A lot of it's going to be more bad, and some of it will be good. You know, you really have to sift through it.
1: I took... it's sort of like how people have to sift through to find this beautiful, artful podcast, right, John?
0: sure no (laughs) no um i took a beginning acting class uh at gw uh totally worth it if anyone's that is listening that goes gw take beginning acting it's a great class um and we learned about art and society so i guess i'll talk about what i learned in that class um i was told that acting specifically in like you know theater and storytelling is important because it describes human behavior and it it doesn't it shows us that it doesn't change like when you if you were to watch like um a shakespeare play or um whatever he writes and then you look at a more uh modern play or musical the basis of the story doesn't really change all too much it's more of the the tools that you're using like you know like comedies like romances uh yeah. dramas action that that has never changed ever it's more of the people um yeah. and the people behave you know the same. saying
1: john you know the saying that uh, greeks told every story
0: uh, I think I've heard that, but I'm not.
1: Yeah, not too many times. So no. that that that's sort of what my point is, and it's sort of I guess what you're touching on is just that like it, it, uh, I don't fully agree with, but it's just saying that like almost all premises for storytelling has been like done before in the past, especially in like ancient times and stuff. And now we're just adapting it to different like points of views and stuff. Yeah, that's like the only thing that's really changing.
0: But I think it's important to keep that going because you know like stories are important for people to hear because it makes you really think like about just life in general like different aspects of life you know like um when I was in the beginning acting class I had to go to the professor's play like he wrote a play and it was actually like when, when I was taking the class luckily I was lucky enough that it was uh opening during the same week that we started the class so he as a requirement for the class he had us go he's like yeah you got to go to this (laughs) and we're like okay um and it was such a relevant play because like it was talking about you know uh like political correctness and um oh yeah like i'll just say that it was just talking about political correctness um and how uh, people should look at all views and not just be like one view minded um all the time. Um that's like a really <laughs> that's a really uh poor uh uh lack for better words of way to explain it I guess. I don't know how else to say that. But yeah, it was it was really nice and um it's it's important to like listen to those kind of stories. But
2: yeah, I think it's it it's a very it's a way um, for us to be introspective and understand what makes us really human, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. That definitely,
1: um, Since John talked about that play, I just want to, what about a recent play you've seen, Rob? Oh, Possibly my goodness. about water? Oh, my, what, what yeah. What does that have to say about arts it... in modern society? <laughs> so,
2: I, I had to see a play this year. Um, put on by the UMass uh, uh, theater department um, for a class because I had to write an analysis on it. I saw it. It is a no-spoken-word play. It is all action. It was like a 90 minutes to two hours. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say it's less of a play and more of an experience. And, I mean, Bain. the way that you view art can be very subjective, you know? And I was just not prepared to sit there for two hours and have no one talk and have this episodic thing where people go to a place with like a water pump and drink water and then leave or they drink water and they die or they drink water Whoa. and then they have a baby i don't know Whoa. but it's it's very much yeah it's Wait, it's a so variable they, art form that was the some, play they just that was the, play. the whole play it was like two hours of people walking around and uh, eric city's gymnopathy uh playing in the background while they drank water
1: See, this is what I don't care for in modern art. This and like you know, the paintings that are just a couple dots and squiggles, <laughs> or the banana all duct taped to the be... wall. Exactly. They're they're trying to be like avant garde and like you know, surreal or whatever you want to call it. And it's just it's not entertaining. I you know I can respect it as art. You know I can see yes it's unique. I get that, but it's not pleasurable. Art I guess I guess my understanding of, of
2: it is that it, it's it's lazy. For me, lazy. It, like That's like I, I like too. I could do the same exact thing where I put, paint a red stripe across this black blank canvas, and then I could say like this is representative of the plight of I don't know someone, and then they're like oh oh derivative, absolutely stunning. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's, it's not it doesn't work for me, you know. What about I, I, I understand that maybe maybe some artists are actually receive that. They they're actually able to pour their emotional charge out onto the canvas with, with that. But so it just doesn't are, work for me.
0: Rob, are you, are you sticking with? I know you've been um, thinking about it, but are you sticking with this uh, theater route? I think and, I'm
2: going to stick with the theater route. Yeah. That's good. Good. Yeah. Follow your dream. I mean like right now is a perfect time. As right now would be a perfect time to start re- recording like voice acting demo reels. Not going to yeah. lie. <laughs> it's true. Isolation you where you're time. forced to just sit down with your computer and your microphone, and you're like, "Well, what do I do with all this stuff?"
0: Hopefully, I mean, uh, given the uh, given that we will return in the fall of 2020. Hopefully, crossing our fingers, not getting all the wood. I don't want to... I think you might want to delete that section. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you, uh, are you going to start uh, getting into those plays at UMass and stuff?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. I want to... Nice. Like, guild or, like, uh, um, department? We'll see. I know there's a difference, the- but I don't I know, know that
2: what they are. Theater department likes to take on the more very political uh garde experimental plays and um the, leftist the, <coughs> the umass theater guild um they'll they'll take st- uh, anything really but they've done they did like adam's family last year i think ooh, and then ooh. they did it if and then this year and i loved it
0: nice what about you liam when's uh what's your theater art experience for your life
1: no, I I sat, I sat and watched Hamilton once. That's wait, didn't that's you about do all theater, You, did. you like got to watch Hamilton
0: elementary school at SRS. No,
1: but I watched. I, I went to all of your plays because I like to watch plays. I just don't really find majority of plays wait, okay. nowadays enjoyable.
0: <laughs> you went to all of them, right?
1: Almost all. Of them, Almost okay. Except did you for go... Death by Chocolate, or whatever that one. was. What was your favorite okay. one? Well. It, I, I can't say that because it it has aged horribly <laughs> since then so I'm, that's all i'm gonna leave it all right
0: wait, wait what about uh the ones at srs
1: see i have no memory of those wait did
0: you you went to them though right
1: maybe okay like, i don't no know, I, just want to know of, I
0: want to know if you remember uh i was in the play, I did all the plays at SR, at uh elementary school uh SRS is Southampton Road Elementary for those who don't know. Um, you're doxing and, us. Yeah. <laughs> and there was one play where I had a migraine before the play and like, oh, <laughs> i Oh jeez. And I was like oh, I was like, no. mom, I can't go to this play. I'm I feel so sick. Um and she's like, no, you work so hard, you're gone. <laughs> <laughs> Aww. So like she's like she gave me a bowl of chicken soup and Sorry if there's, like, a high-pitched noise. My dog is in my room, and she's, like, crying. I don't know why. Um, It's okay. My mom (laughs) has
2: been climbing up and down the stairs the past 15 minutes. (laughs) Yeah, okay. Anyway, back to the
0: story. Um, So she gave me a bowl of chicken soup. I went, and I I was performing. And then all of a sudden, it was, like, I don't know if it was the middle or the end, but I just was standing there. I remember everything just started, like, not going good. Oh. oh no! My dog oh. is crying. Oh, and she knows. And then I just completely yacked onto the stage. Oh my god! Okay, hold no. on. <laughs> no. Could I you play it. It? wait? All all right, someone else take over. I gotta take care of my dog real quick. I'll be right
1: back. This man yacked on stage. Oh, <laughs> that was the most amazing thing to happen to you on stage, Rob.
2: To me, I haven't had anything bad happen.
1: Um. <laughs> Who is it? Your mom or your dad?
2: It's my mother. I don't know what she's hi, looking mother. for. Say hi to her. Say hi on the podcast. Hi podcast. Oh boy. <laughs> um I haven't had a a situation where I've like yakked or um you know like Are you all going to walk into my room? Yes. My <laughs> oh, this house. is the worst. This is a professional podcast recorded oh, in oh, professional yeah, studios, I yeah. swear. <laughs> Oh my, gosh, my entire fan was in the room now
0: oh oh, oh i'm sorry
2: are you, are you doing a podcast yes we're doing a podcast <laughs> oh, my oh my god who's there in your podcast oh it's liam and john <laughs> oh hi liam and john <laughs> oh hi liam and john <laughs> <laughs> <Liam and> <laughs> 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 ask her a question this is a mess ask her a question get out of the room <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start crying. <laughs> this is awful.
1: Yes, thank you for everything you're saying. Rob's whole family's at the oh, room. Say hi. Oh, this Hello? better be
2: uncut. I am <laughs> back.
1: <laughs> okay. Yeah, um,
2: well... What did I miss? <laughs> Sorry about that. Like I, was saying, like I was saying, yeah, I haven't had a situation where I've uh, yacked on stage or, um... Uh, I haven't... I, I can't really recall anything. I might have forgotten, like, a line or two, but I've had very, very good chemistry with my scene partners, which which would allow yeah. me to...
0: Um, that was not a good time. Like, I remember immediately... Okay, wait, to make it worse, um, <laughs> I... I was on the stage, just yacked all over, and I was by the stairs. So it just went all down the stairs. <laughs> it was and all so, dribbling down? As, as I was, like as it was happening, I was oh. running to the bathroom, and I slipped in my oh, own no. <laughs> Oh, no! Oh, I no. slipped in it. I fell, like, on my back in it. And, oh, then, God. and then, like, uh, do you guys know uh, Colin Johnson? you remember Colin Johnson? Oh, of course um, you yep. mo- can. Colin was in the place, so his mom was there. She was, like, right in the front row. Uh, oh. I think my mom was, like, on the other side of the room, so, like, she couldn't get to me first, but uh, thank you to Colin's mom. She, like, rushed over, like, Picked me up and like, like um, I, know, cause like, I was just like, I was just like dead on the floor. <laughs> and my mom came rushing over and they both brought me to like the bathroom to clean up. And I'm like, oh, Mom, can we go home now? I, mean, you I did play you it ever
2: play. do anything. The show must go on. That. Did you did you play it off as it was part of the play, or did you just die? Oh no, I
0: just died. I didn't. The show did not go on. Oh, after I don't that. Even know, I don't know how they covered my lines because like the show did not go on for me. Oh, um, wait how how far we how far into the play were you? I don't remember. It was so long ago. I it was oh, probably geez. towards the end. Um, and then. So still have I have lines. to say, though, I do remember I felt so good after throwing up. It was just like all that pain was gone. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, so, I should have gone back, but I'm just like, nah, I'm tired. I just want to go. <laughs> Mind you, I was probably like, what, 8, nine, ten. Like, I was so young. Around 10, yeah. And then oh, I remember, God. ironically, the next year, I did not, I, it didn't happen again. Next, the following year, another play. The lead had a migraine and he was about to throw up, but this was before the play started. So then, like, the director comes, um, and she's like, hey, John, if he if he's too sick, you're going on as the lead, and you're going to, like, read. What? And I'm like, oh, I'm going to be doing, like, cold reading on stage for the lead. Like, luckily, he felt fine. I think he, like, cleared his stomach and then went on, but, like, I did not have to, like, play the lead. Um, oh, man. That would have been <laughs> The day of... Uh, but yeah, Some bad luck. I in elementary school. Hey, what acting man, what, great?
2: What What are you gonna do if if like the theater guild calls you right, and they're like, "Man, hey, we know you're Rob's roommate. Um, he's not feeling well. He just got like run over by a PVTA bus. We need you to cover <gasps> his role in our play <laughs> in our musical. in our musical? I think you if you got hit by a PBTA.
0: (laughs) Like, I think it would be too much of a tragedy to keep the show going.
1: There was a slim chance I might say, yeah, sure, I'll I'll attempt to do the 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 play. But musical? No. No? Why not, Liam? No. A big hell no? Cannot sing for the life of me. Can't dance for the life of me. Oh, I have that video of you guys doing DDR. <laughs> oh. It's great.
2: Please All delete right. it.
1: All right, that Thanks. is going in the section of. Uh, actually, one more thing, just because you brought up uh, South Middle, I mean Southampton Road. Do you remember uh, the Michael Jackson Thriller?
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that—that's the, that. <laughs> the perfect video. The
1: I have that video. recorded and saved on my like desktop. You like, have it images. Yeah, you save
0: it I mean, to you everything stick that you can. In Google Drive. <laughs> stick that in <laughs> our Google I Google. will. But that is awesome.
1: <laughs> that's a that's you, a memory. You, you that's I English. remember I the five I backups. those
0: who were super enthusiastic about it. With Jake, were put in like the front, and it was like a big deal if you got like stuck in the front. Like, <laughs> and then you can see everything Liam's doing in the back because he's up on the he's <laughs> up on
1: like the risers. <laughs> they put me. In the front back, which is supposed to be, like, one of the, like, the front, the best people. And I just sort of shimmied back into the crowd.
2: (laughs) Just receded
0: into the bushes like Homer. Yeah. It was so weird. I don't, why did we do that?
1: (laughs) I don't know. They forced us to do chorus. That's, like, the one time I've ever sung in my (laughs) life, so.
0: Did you sing or did you, like, mouth it? You sung as hard
1: No, I, I, I sung because it was, like, good good songs. It was 70s rock. That was our section. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Lucky, <laughs> lucky, lucky. lucky. I, was like, I was like, I got lucky. I guess I might as well, you know, songs I love, sing them. <laughs> Wasn't good, but that's the, that's the peak of my art career right there. Remember when dancing sang a song and to that
0: retired?
1: Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> what I song was that,
0: that again? It was, like, I don't remember it was some, some good- some typical rock goodbye song. Yeah, some
1: rock song. But the one I remember is singing uh uh Saturday in the park. That was oh the only God. song Ooh. I remember enjoying a lot.
2: Yeah, I remember Saturday in the by park by Chicago. I can see Liam grooving to that.
0: Out of time. Saturday in the park. In the park. <laughs> there you go. The Alright, do we wanna speaking of music and and singing. We want to move on to yeah. music and movies. Oh
2: yeah! I sure. had a whole side tangent rant lined up. Rob, I just want you to go
0: off, brother. Just okay, go just off. Rant. Yeah, I Did feel
2: it. I feel very strongly about this, <laughs> and it, it 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 it's a topic that is still ongoing. It's very right. very. Warning
0: difficult. to all listeners: This is a strong opinion ahead.
2: Strong opinion ahead. Strong um, opinion. I am not a fan of how music sounds in films nowadays. I think it is formulaic oh? and it has been it, it has been thrown into the back seat of the hot rod car that is Hollywood. Because what they what they like to do nowadays, I'm sure everyone has seen this, is they like to prioritize a, uh, you know, making these crazy-looking visuals and they 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 have these huge grand plots for these huge bombastic action movies and stuff. Um mm-hmm. And they always end up being really mediocre. Like, no matter how good the CGI looks, or no matter how big uh, the story is, it always kind of caves in on itself. Yeah. And I th- I think um, Prime, this is like the exemplar of this, um, The Rise of Skywalker, and we have all seen it. Oh. We've all yeah. seen it. We've all <laughs> seen the sequel movies of Star Wars, you know? The problem yeah. with the ri- I have with The Rise of Skywalker is that, uh, in my opinion... Uh, it it is one of the most uninspired Star Wars soundtracks to date. I, I think I think it is the most uninspired one. Like even Rogue I One agree. had its own kind of weird off-brand Star Wars theme music. You know, mm-hmm. you remember the part where like they're cutting through the Star Destroyer and it's like playing this weird I kind of Star Man. Wars theme, but it's not the Star Wars theme.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: yeah, I think it's it's in part to um, poor John Williams had really nothing new to work with for the Rise of Skywalker, so. He just made, like, how many minutes of just recycling everything? Do
0: you think it's... I don't mean to interrupt. I kind of want to throw in a question to you, just because I know you've been thinking about this a lot. Do you think the reasoning why music and movies today is just, like, not as innovative or exciting is possibly due to, one, movies using music that's, like, Pre-made, you know, like movies sticking in, like, like, so, like songs that we know, like you know, or oh no, that
2: can add character to the movie though. That's why we like. That's why uh, we, as a group, we like Tarantino films. Is why we like Guardians of the Galaxy. Absolutely. If you are oh, able yeah. to employ pre-existing music, uh, into your into your story as like an actual device, then it's not, you know, it, it's not a bad thing if it adds substance to the to the movie, then, in, in a meaningful way, then,
0: yeah, go ahead, use Then it. you think it's, um, that there's just so many movies that have been made to this point that there's just ideas aren't fresh anymore?
2: Well, no, I think it's that the, the directors and the producers are, are getting a little lazy with what they want from their soundtracks. Um, like, I mean, I remember we were sitting in our, you and me, John, we were sitting in, like, middle school... Uh, band rehearsal once, and we were going over this Hunger Games medley that we were just trying out, yep. and our band director said, like, oh, you know, this, like, uh, uh, I think he either, they either wanted either Michael Giacchino or Danny Elfman uh, initially for the movie, and he would have had these, this crazy, awesome score, but then they just made the Hunger Games score this weird kind of just background ambience, not as, yeah. like... Not as memorable. It didn't have a memorable I thing Hunger Games was to it. it. Well, do you remember anything from the soundtrack? Like which Hunger Games? Like any of them? The just the original one.
0: I yeah, like the first. There's Hunger the Horn Games. of
2: Plenty, and that's all I can remember. The what? The Horn of Plenty, like the the. Oh like well, that's the one. I was Am, say. no memory <laughs> of that. Man. Then yeah, yeah, that's
0: that's the only one. <laughs> the Horn of Plenty was <laughs> great.
2: Yeah, but, like, like a lot of soundtracks today are just, like, weird background ambience or they're incidental, like, punctuating pieces that they, they really don't tell a story of their own. I mean, like, uh, coming back to The Rise of Skywalker, you remember the fight between Rey and Kylo on the Death Star, right? Yeah. Sure.
0: Don't remember okay. the song.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. First off, you can barely remember the song because it's not as... we What? The prequels had... Duel of the Fates and Battle of the Heroes. Oh you know? gosh! Duel two, of the Fates. <laughs> t- two of the greatest pe- like pieces of of soundtrack music that to come out of Star Wars. Oh for sure, um, absolutely. What did they have in this climactic duel between Rey and Kylo? Like just any time Rey swung her lightsaber wildly, it was like bum, ba-dum, Now that's it. There <laughs> barely anything, so that 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 scene just kind of fell flat. You know? Yeah. Fully no, agree. I get you. <laughs> To, to 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 double down on that like um how it's people have gotten really uncreative um i love michael Giacchino, but the past 3 star trek films the you know the, the the jj universe the kelvin timeline um you can listen to the um last third of the credits theme for star trek 2009 and then the main theme to star trek into darkness and star trek beyond they are all like t- the exact same piece. Yeah, I can. Nothing new is, nothing new is added. I had Liam and, and John listen to it yep. earlier. Um, <laughs> nothing new is added. The only different thing is that they they basically slowed the tempo and made it a little more grand. In, in it, they 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 made it grand by slowing the tempo at the end of the Beyond theme.
0: Yeah, you know? they were they were pretty much exactly the same. <laughs> like, yeah, they were they
2: were little like, little, like for
1: to nuance difference. That's it.
0: Yeah, it, it, I just feel like.
2: An example of evolving a theme was um, what Danny Elfman did with the Avengers theme d- in Age of Ultron. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah. He made it, like, because, almost like there's, like, metal throwing into it just because, like, of Ultron's just like a robot. So it was, like, yeah, it, it was a, much more cyborg-y. You, you,
2: knew, you knew it was the Avengers theme because there was callbacks to the leitmotif. Yeah. Which, it, uh, if people out there don't know what a leitmotif is, it's, it's essentially just a, a short character theme. So how everyone remembers, bum, 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 that's like the Avengers yeah. theme. Everyone yeah. can hear yeah. that, you know. But Danny Elfman built off of that. He, he, he looked at the foundation, used the foundation, and then built a structure, a new structure out of that. And that's what I like to see is, is with, with uh, like continuing media is that they can take something and they can still have it around, but they can also build off of that. And that's really cool. Uh, that's why I I was a little disappointed that like in Civil War like you know maybe we had a bunch of character themes that could have been that could have been used in Civil War and um, whenever they're fighting each other but they didn't really do that you know yeah. there was an
0: established Iron Man theme there's an established Captain America theme in those movies I love the Iron Man soundtracks especially Iron Man 3. Oh my god oh uh, yeah, so. underrated right there yeah it's I think very underrated, underrated soundtrack.
2: For 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 a good example on how music it uh, uh, can j- like can walk with a movie and tell its own story, that regardless of whether you're watching that movie or not, um, mm-hmm. the exemplar is Lord of the Rings for sure.
1: Ooh, good uh, if you
2: if you want just one single piece to listen to, it's a little long, but uh, the siege of Gondor you can tell. When, like at what points in the music Gondor has the upper hand, at what point does Sauron's armies of Mordor have the upper hand you can tell yeah. when everything is happening and you can tell that this is a push and pull war, you know for
1: sure, for sure you see, a little bit more modern of an example and a little more abstract for me is the the soundtrack of Interstellar, which oh, yes. to me is Excellent. one of the best so good. in the last 10 years it is just uh, I, I'm not artsy. I can't explain it to you, but it is moving. There, That's all I'll say.
2: You you know about the 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 secret with the mountains piece, right? Uh, I don't think I do. It, the the great that you bring up interstellar. I didn't even think of that. But you brought up interstellar, and I remember that there is a, a the interstellar soundtrack plays into the story because like every tick you can hear on the mountains, um, track is like seven months or something on Earth
1: because of the uh, yeah, whole yeah, time yeah.
2: dilation thing. I can't remember how many days it is, but each tick is another like another x amount of time wasted, you know? As they're on this oh. planet and 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 the time is dilating and they're experiencing normal time, but time is slipping away faster outside of this area. I did not. See,
1: know. that that's what I like. That's amazing. That's innovative.
0: Yeah. See like that's I think that's that's a good sign that music in the movies isn't completely Hasn't completely yeah, we still, lost
1: hope. I it's think been like no six years. Like I said, it's, uh, it's been six years, and one of the few ones I can think of.
2: Like okay, I said, arts—the <laughs> more, the more arts you get out out there, there's a lot of good and there's a lot of bad, and you have to. Yeah. Sometimes you have to sift through that.
0: I'd like to go back to uh, uh, talking about Marvel movies real quick. I don't know yep. if you guys can pull this off the top of your heads, but. Do you have. Oh, a, yes,
1: off the top of my
0: head. <laughs> no, I was trying to be subtle about it, Liam Banks. <laughs> <laughs> do you have a off the top of your head or pre planned list of your top three Marvel movie, Marvel Cinematic Universe movies, had to be specific there, uh, of all time? It can i wrote uh, starting down, with. so. Um,
2: <laughs> Wait on you guys. You want to start,
0: John? No. You want to start? I do not want to start. <laughs>
1: Alright, I'll I'll start because I'm bold like that. I don't all know. Right. Bold so, Liam, you go first. Bold. <laughs> Get ready for some possibly either controversial or non controversial opinions, probably not with this group, but uh number three is Doctor Strange. That Your is choice. my number three favorite. Okay. Because the visuals, like I I understand all these super movies are about visuals and you know there's all these flashy fight scenes and stuff but like doctor strange is different it like it alters reality it shifts reality you know all that sort of magic stuff but it doesn't look like silly and computer generated and just overall i love the the idea of like you know the aesthetic of like the the tibetan monks and all that oh i got phone call going damn but, yeah, so I really like uh, Doctor Strange. Hmm. Okay. Rob, do you
0: have a number... Are we going to go, like, you do your... Yeah, three? number three round. Oh, number three round. Okay,
1: Rob, what's your?
2: Yeah. Oh, number three. Um, This is not going to be controversial at all on my list. Uh, My number three is Captain America Civil War. Ooh. Um, I love it because it's... It, it's really heartbreaking to watch as, you know, you, all of your favorite heroes turn on each other. And the the whole basis of it is that they all get, like, they all get turned on each other by, like, just really simple, like, motives of a really petty villain. Like, we all know, like, we, no one remembers Zemo until you remember Zemo and you're like, dang. yeah, That's the guy yeah. who is so petty, you know? Mm-hmm. But, like, he had his reasons. He had, you know, his whole thing was like, I do not like Stark. And I was like, oh, um, but like he was, he was so dead set on that, mm-hmm. but he was like, I knew that I couldn't beat them, mm-hmm. like, but I knew they could beat each other. Mm-hmm. And that's like so messed up. And that's when you figure out like, isn't that what some people are debating? Um, when, uh, Cap finally becomes like worthy is when he finally comes like face to face with Tony and doesn't lie to him about, yeah, Bucky killed your parents. By the way, major so, spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you haven't five. seen him, I good think, God, like, what are you doing? The
0: audience was really like, "This man is worthy." Is was in uh, Age of Ultron when he almost lifted the hammer.
1: Yeah, well, like, he
2: hadn't told. He, was, he hadn't. He still kept the truth from Tony at
1: that time. Well, yeah. And he wasn't able to completely lift it, so I agree with Rob, well, like the telling the truth. That
0: because I am almost on the bu- on the on the theory bus where um, Cap knew that he could lift it at that time, and he didn't. He he didn't want to make Thor look weak because, like, he knows Thor is a, one of the more sensitive, if not the more, most sensitive, Avenger. Sensitive um, Avenger, like. <laughs> He's a softie. Like, come on, we've seen in Endgame he was very, very sensitive and kind Oh, he was not. soft. Um, and I think I am almost on the train that Cap didn't want to hurt him just because he is so sensitive. And I think he he realized he was able to do it and quickly stopped himself. I think that's what happened, in my opinion.
2: They are also a team, you know, and he wouldn't want to. He wouldn't want to devalue Thor's part in the team. Exactly.
0: Exactly. I right. get it. And then in Endgame, when he did lift it. I feel like at that point he's like, Alright, I don't wanna hurt Thor's feelings but I gotta I gotta defeat this guy right now. Like yeah. feelings have to be set aside. So like that's why I, I believe that he knew all along that he was worthy. It's just a matter of the fact that, you know, he didn't want to hurt Thor's feelings at that time, which I respect. But no, I don't know. But yeah, I there's different theories. They're just theories, so I don't
1: know. Yeah. Right. Just a game theory.
0: Yeah. um, move on to my number three, I guess. Um Sure. Yes. So, my number three... This was very hard. Okay, we've talked in the previous episodes. I am a freak fan, like, super fan of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Everyone who knows I'm me knows freak. this. Um, I could talk about it. I know pretty much any theory about anything. I probably already have heard about it and talked about it. Um, so, this was really hard. All these movies I love so... <laughs> they're all like there there isn't one I hate, so they're all up there. It's just a matter of like these are Even very Hulk? small differences. I like the Hulk. Oh, dang. It connects. I like the, I like the Hulk. Um it's it's towards the bottom, I'll admit that, if not at the bottom, but I like it. Like I don't dislike it. Um I thought it was a good good Hulk origin story. But um my number three is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. Ooh! Um, Ooh! All right. So, most like pretty much all my like all my childhood, all my life, I was a fan of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Like I've watched you know most of the movies in theaters. I liked the movies, um, but I think I've known you guys for a really long time. I didn't really, I wasn't really always a huge Marvel geek fan, like all the time. Um, I don't know if you guys would agree with that. Um, I guess, yeah. I think, I think, like, the super fan-ish thing kind of came about a few years ago. Um, we were actually on our way to science fair, the you the know, state science fair, I think. Oh, no. <laughs> we were on the bus, and I'm like, I gotta watch a movie, I'm so bored. So I watched Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, and I don't know why, but, like, in that moment, I, for some reason, just, like, like it was probably the second or third time that I watched it but it something like clicked with me I don't know what it was but something clicked and I'm like this is such a good movie like I paid attention to like every small detail and like I love the music in the Guardian films I think oh, the music's great. absolutely um that's a huge factor in that um another factor for me is rewatchability I think Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 has a very high rewatchability rate like I could watch that movie over and over and i wouldn't really get tired of it yeah um yondu's death oh my god <laughs> rest in peace Aww. yondu um so sad um one of the saddest deaths in the mcu i think yeah lie. one of the saddest deaths up there with you know iron man and um you know who else ever vision well you know vision's alive now so <laughs> is <laughs> he she? Well, yeah I, oh i don't know <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll see in wandavision but um but yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. I connected with that movie so much. Um, yeah, each movie, each MCU movie has a message, um, and I love the message in that movie. Um, you kind of have to watch it if you want to realize what the message is. We're not going to talk about that today. So, <laughs> Liam, do you want to go over your number two?
1: All right. I'll pass the torch. Which is on. my number two. My number two, which I expect, uh, probably. At least one of you two have this on your list too, but uh. It is Captain America Winter Soldier. <laughs> it's. I'm pretty sure, like. It, I recently rewatched this because, not gonna lie, I forgot how good this was. Mm. Someone else was talking about it. Maybe it might have been Rob, how good it was. Yeah, so it was, I was like, I remember bro. it being good, but was it that good? <laughs> it was. It's that good. It is, <laughs> it is just. The one of the greatest, you know, superhero spy thriller movies I've ever seen. It's, it is one of the more serious, uh, Marvel movies. Which you know, I I like a little bit of goof and gaff in my Marvel movies, like anyone. But this is a lot more, you know, yeah, serious and real, you know, and I I I don't know. I'm a sucker for the whole, you know, Hydra and. Hydro plot and also the whole the for like the whole next day I was I was saying what the guy was indoctrinating to uh, the Winter Soldier you know boxcar whatever else in English and I was like damn good movie so
0: can we talk about the Winter Soldier real quick? Rob is it? It's it's on your (laughs) list. Sure about that?
2: (laughs) Are you sure about that?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Rob, is it on your list? Because we'll talk about it. Yeah, (laughs) I'll say this: I love that movie. I think it is in the top three, but I excluded it from my top three just because I know it's just that good that I don't want to put it in the top three because it's just so predictable as a top three.
1: See, it's predictable, but, like, that's, like, doing it injustice, man. It is...
0: No, I'm saying it's so top three worthy that I just didn't want to include it in the top three.
1: Okay, hipster, I guess. (laughs) That
0: makes absolutely no sense when I said that, but... It's,
1: a, it's a Each above of us have a different things. perspective, different perspective. So I think it'd be you know good if you had it in your top three to hear what your reasons for liking it is different. Well, I, you know, when, I, we,
0: when we talk about it, I'll give my reasons, but I'm not gonna include it in my top three. <laughs> All right, I'll uh, give my reasonings to why I like it though. I I think it's above top three pay grade, and I'll explain why. All right, Rob, you can go.
2: Okay, uh, so my number two is Avengers: Infinity War. Yes, um, I love that film. It is what I, I, everyone has branded it, and I, my, myself included, I, I think it, it is Marvel's Empire Strikes Back. And, oh yeah, hundred uh, percent. You know, Thanos wins. You know, and yeah. the wor- the best part is that it it didn't collapse under its own weight. And everyone was like, "Oh my God, this movie's too big." You know, this is going to be too over. big. This is too good to be true. Yeah, and they did it. They it. They did it. And and. I think the best part is, is that you can rewatch that film, and you can rewatch it, and then put yourself into onto Team Thanos, and it is oh, yeah. his own story. Avengers: Infinity War is his story. That's why Endgame is so much less focused on him, because he already got a story. Yeah, you know, and like you can watch it, and it's his it's his hero's journey. And at at the end of the day, if you if you're on Team Thanos and you're cheering for him, then <laughs> what a, what an ending! It's, it's what a, an MCU ending. ends bit- there. It's, it's as tightly written as a big movie like that could have been, yeah. you know? And I am very satisfied with the product. Yeah, I, See, This I... is so
0: hard. They're all good movies, dude. I can't, like... <laughs> it's hard. It's, it's hard because, like, the, the thing... I, I'll say this. Uh, Infinity War is not my top three. Again, this is a really hard decision. But what I did love about Infinity War is that the change with the fact that it was one of the first times where the bad guy won and no one know how, oh, no yeah. one knew how to feel about that like it ended and when Thanos were just sitting in the farm and you're like wait what it's done he won like they the heroes lost what the, what the hell is going to go on now like pa-
2: powerful soundtrack by the way especially at the oh. end yeah. uh,
0: soundtrack and lack
2: thereof because when everyone fades away there is no music yeah and then there's that piece when 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 Thanos finally shows up on the farm it's yep. this really somber violin Mm-hmm. like string piece oh oh so the porch the porch is such a good piece mm.
1: I gotta say I've I've said it before but I'll say it again I know you don't agree with me John but I think it would not have been the best ending but I think the MCU could have ended there and I would have been semi-satisfied no. you know what yeah ending I've, it I've with had Infinity this couple... War yes
0: the, the whole Marvel Cinematic Universe
1: yes you know sometimes good guys don't win and that's the you know that was the that's meaning the of the whole point yeah. about
0: Mar- like Marvel movies in general that would be so backwards I'm just saying
1: I, I'm saying it would be it would be just, just it would be, it'd be right, funny Phantom's I'd, I'd love it hey <laughs> I'm not a genocidal maniac like you <laughs> <laughs> well
0: you know what whatever I'm not a genocidal maniac. You're the one that likes Thanos. You're the one that wants it to end with Infinity War, so...
1: Hey, I'm just saying, I didn't say I wanted, I said I'd be satisfied with the end there. Being I like the, the ending well. with Endgame. No, no. <laughs> because I'm saying that it, it comes to an end. It, it's like, the bad guys win, you just gotta deal with it. That's a satisfying ending. Alright, um, Is that like a-
0: Yeah, no, sorry. Um, I don't want to cut you off, but, um... I'm gonna move to my number two. <laughs> <So Yeah. laughs> Come on, tell me your number two. You Come on. Um so my number two is uh, Avengers Endgame. Oh. Yep. Oh. I had follow to g- up. Yep. Uh so what can I say about Avengers Endgame besides it's the most epic conclusion to a saga, I think, out of any trilogy or any any <laughs> Ooh. The, any Ooh. any set of movies that Ooh. you can think of that are connected, Ooh. I think it beats Ooh. beats Star Wars, beats Lord of the Rings. It beats, beats Lord Star of the Rings. Dias. The best. Neither. You got a bone to best, pick with me, son. The best ending to a saga ever. Battle of the Five Armies. <laughs> <laughs>
1: hey, I'll still stand by that one.
0: <laughs> well, that's that's just my opinion. Well. I mean, well Come on. What's Wh- not? Why is that? What? Yeah. Why is it why? the best? Because it, it the way that the writing has wrapped up so many character arcs, uh, specifically Iron Man's character arc, beautiful wrap up. I think if they kept Iron Man going, it would have been, it would have been outdone at that point. I would have disagreed Agreed. if they kept Iron Man yeah. alive. Yeah. I think that was a good choice. It was sad, but good choice. Um, you know, kind of wrapping up Thor's kind of thing um you know the big three Captain America has done Thor's done Iron Man's done. they're the big three they they're they yeah. are what started this all and no. the way that they wrapped that up was so beautifully done I will give I'll give other trilogies and other sagas this the Marvel Cinematic Universe has so many movies for their for their characters to build so yes, there's an advantage there. Lord of the Rings, Star Wars, there's not as many movies, so you can't really build character and plot as much. I'll give them that. Mm. So what Star Wars... I feel like it's not comparable, but I'm going to compare it anyway. I think it's the best ending. The, the, the last final battle against Thanos was the most epic thing. I don't... That fight alone is probably the best cinematic fight I don't know, the it. five
1: Arby's is pretty cool. No, no, <laughs> no. I I even it's about about the same. Dying
0: headbutting orcs. <laughs> I will go as far to say, I think this fight in Endgame outdid Braveheart. I'll even say that. That's all the fights in you. Braveheart. I'll even say that because those fights were epic. You have to admit, Braveheart's cinematic fights and battles were so epic I think it beat those. I, Star Wars didn't really have huge battles, except Clone Wars.
2: Oh, the, the most recent one. Oh, <laughs> uh, well. Yeah. You yeah. saw them. They tried to pull off an endgame. They did. They tried to pull an endgame off. They, they and failed. they failed in every single yeah. right. <laughs> there are more of us, Po. <laughs>
0: yeah, well, all right. Let's move on <laughs> to our number one. <laughs> all
1: right. So number one for me uh, first little comment uh, no Avengers movies made onto my list oh my because, God, wow. because other than the first Avengers movie I don't think they do an amazing job at Ooh. contained character growth which is something you brought up and for me I like movies that are like you know it's a story within itself and that's really all you need like, the first episode of Star Wars ever, you know, episode four. Uh, contained, but it has a bigger universe around it. So, sort of like that. So, my number one, which I wouldn't be shocked if either of you two have it, is uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. The original one. Ooh, number one. Because, <laughs> yeah. Number one. Uh, already talked about uh the, the soundtrack for the Guardians movies, but it's classic rock and, like, 70s, 80s music yep. that I love. So, obviously, I love that, uh, it introduced a lot of characters at once, and I was shocked on how well they did that, because, yeah. you know, usually when you introduce, like, a whole new team at once, it's, uh, chaos, but nope, they really worked together, I like that, and it is, uh, definitely very much at odds with my number two choice of Winter Soldier, because Winter is so serious, while, uh, You know, Guardians of the Galaxy is just, it's more about comedy, feel good. You know, there's plot, of course, and serious parts, but I don't know. I like it, and it has to do with space. I love space. There you
0: go. Guardians is definitely, uh, is my favorite group. I have, like, three Guardians posters. I think they're the only Marvel posters I have. I just, I love the Guardians (laughs) of the Galaxy. They're not my, Guardians number one is not my number one choice, but, um, I like the second volume better, but...
1: I Ooh, cool. controversial. Yeah, I, I see, the only reason I don't like the second volume as much is I don't like Ego as, like, a villain. Like, the concept know. of Ego. Like, I think the character, uh, I mean, the actor, what's his name, was amazing for it, but, uh, like, a living planet isn't that...
0: Well, Ego is their only way that they're going to really, like... Well, and Thanos, that they're going to segue into the Eternals with, like, these Centennial. Yeah,
1: I get that, but I don't know. I didn't love Ego. That's That and, in my opinion, the soundtrack for the first one is slightly better than the second okay, one. That's, that's all I give you. Yeah. All right, so, Rob. Rob, what's your number one? Gee, I wonder.
2: Oh, my <laughs> God. I just realized all three of my top three are Russo films. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> They're all Russo films. Gee, I wonder what it is. Number one, Captain America, The Winter Soldier. Oh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Wow, I never
0: guessed
2: Hey, not gonna lie Upon first time viewing that I was like, oh my god, they shot and killed Nick Fury (laughs) Yep, same I was like, oh, they're they're pulling out the big guns for this one And then he wasn't dead And I was like, oh, I know this movie's gonna be crazy
0: Can we talk about the elevator scene? Oh, Oh. yes The elevator scene scene. Can we talk about how how meaningful that scene was And I feel like it kind of went over a lot of people's head at first
1: Sure like, sure. I
0: don't know. Like, well, how in depth did you guys go with it? Because, I I obviously like watch a lot of like theory videos, and I was listening to one with the Russo brothers. They were talking. About, they were breaking down the Winter Soldier, um, and they were talking about how in the elevator scene, um, Captain America is a person who initially has always been about following, you know, the law. Yeah, 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 yeah. And in the elevator is the first time. When he realizes he's alone. He's
2: surrounded by these people he thought were his allies. Yeah. Yep. And they're actually his greatest
0: enemies. I thought that was beautifully done. It was... Hey, Lydra, It was crazy. Like, he's like, that That famous line is like, before we start, does anyone want to get out? And then it's like, no one moves. And then you just hear the... Like the taser like being pulled out.
2: <laughs> it's so good. Yeah, yeah i just i i love it because it's like it's all the movie's just constantly breathing down your neck yeah you know it doesn't let go it's yeah. it, you always feel unsafe you know as soon as the the threat yeah. of hydra is established you're like they are everywhere like what the entirety of shield is yeah. hydra yeah. like that's yeah. messed up and i love know? how they Think introduced
0: falcon deep. in that movie i thought they did a good job with that
2: oh yeah Ooh, oh true. yeah like, he, he, did not, he did not feel shoehorned in at all. Right. I, I loved his introduction.
0: Yeah. And it's really, like, establishing that Captain America-Falcon friendship and then an endgame when he passes on the, to- the mantle.
2: It also, so. it, it also breaks my heart because I, had, I saw Age of Ultron after, uh, before seeing Winter Soldier. Oh. So, because, so I, I went into Age of Ultron and went, where's, where's the rest of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Why do they only have one her- alley carry, yeah? <laughs> why Why do they have all this weird mothballed stuff? And then I watched it, I'm like, oh my god, the entire, the entire helicarrier fleet's gone. The Triskelion is gone. <laughs> Everything gone. blew up. <laughs> just crab rave. Shield is gone. Shield is gone. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, yeah, but, like, yeah, it it's, it's so cool, movie. because you're like, you it's also, you know, it's, it's you can view it as a, a, just an awesome thriller. You can view it as a commentary on, you know, national security Nazis. and stuff. It's, that too <laughs> um but it, it's such a multi-layered multi-faceted film and it's very very tightly written it's one of the most tightly written movies I've ever seen mm. for sure and and yeah it it, it 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 takes Cap you know Cap is like a man of virtue and instead of moving and evolving Cap it evolves the world that he's in and it forces him to adapt yeah you know oh true mm. it, because he's always in a he's always been in a world where it's like clear cut good guy bad guy. Yeah. But like now that now these in this weird gray area where like borders don't exist, people don't know who they are. It's it's just crazy and and I think they handled it
0: very well. For sure. Um all right. Do you guys want to take a stab at a guess of my number one before I say my number one?
2: Iron Man 2. No. What? Iron Man <laughs> 3.
0: <laughs> no. No, wow, alright. Iron Man 1. No. Nope. None, uh, um, none of the Iron uh, Man's made it into this top three list of any of us. Sucks. Oh, man. All right. Hulk. My number one. Agents <laughs> of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yes, it's the Hulk. No, it's not the Hulk. It's um, X-Men. Captain America, X-Men. the first Avenger.
1: Ooh. Ooh. That's a classic. I, uh,
0: my favorite Avenger is Captain America. Um, so... His origin movie, I don't know why, but it just hit me at, like, at a new level. I don't know how to explain it, but um, you you there's always, everyone has their own, you know, things that they try to try to strive to be as a person, and in my eyes, I think Captain America is holds a lot of characteristics that I have tried to strive for, you know, like loyalty, um, trying always trying to like do the right do the right thing, um, you know, um, stepping up to the plate and thinking smart. And there was one particular scene that just like I think that defines why I think this is my favorite movie. Um, it's at boot camp before he gets is, the the is, the serum into him. He's like still skinny and small. Um, the good grenade scene, and yeah, the grenade scene. He's oh, like, he's yeah, like, yep. he, yes. he's like I, the uh, the doctor was like, "I'm looking for characteristics beyond the physical," and and he's like, "You don't win wars with like brains or whatever. You win it with guts." And then like the Cap, the general like clicks a grenade, tosses it, and he's like, "Grenade!" And then you know everyone runs away, but of course Cap jumps on the grenade to just save everyone else and I thought that was that like defined why I think Captain America it defines Captain America as a person and kind of why I, I just like fell in love with that movie it's just like it's just that kind of person that I try to strive to be at uh, most of the time you know just um trying to do the right thing and be gutsy sometimes you know I don't know but yeah Captain America First Avenger my favorite MC movie of all time
1: Big respect for that one. I really like it. It's, you know, a good World War Two action hero movie, so I, I respect it. Yeah.
2: I also like how they, they explained how he, he gained his level of charisma that he's had, where it's like, oh, how how did he become, like, the guy who makes these cool speeches in the Avengers all the time and stuff? Yeah. Uh, he had to do it as a weird, crappy side job <laughs> <laughs> yep. for the military. Propaganda. Yeah.
0: I forgot, I honestly forgot about that for a little bit, that he, like... That's a great scene, because, like, you
2: could see, he's, like, he's, like, you can do it, you can help the American cause, and he's, like, oh, like, what am I doing here? Yeah. You know? (laughs) And you're, it it helps you, like, root for him, you know? Like, the entire way through, you're, like, heck yeah, Captain America. Yeah. You know, I want this guy to win. Yeah. And that scene where you're, like, oh, he's being so underused. Yeah. You know? If only he could go see some action, and then it's, like... When he does go see action, you're like, oh god, he might die. Do you, <laughs> you
0: remember the other part of boot camp with the flagpole scene? The flagpole. Like, oh, yeah. he's like, no one's gotten that flag in like 15 years, and like everyone's trying to climb the flag. And of course, like, everyone, he's like, all right, you, none of you idiots are going to get it. And then, like, Captain America's falling behind. He goes up to the flagpole, pulls the pin, it falls down. And you're just like, that, you kind of see, like, he, he's different because he has this different view view on life you know like he can see the bigger picture because everyone was just so focused on climbing this pole but he saw the whole thing you know very holistic yeah, approach and
2: he knows when to stand back and take a second to analyze the situation but he also knows when to act a la the grenade scene
0: yeah exactly
1: absolutely great character
0: but yeah wow that was a fun top three i'm not gonna lie for me anyway. yeah <laughs> good choices a super fan no, no, no. that was my diverse. favorite top top list <laughs> um, <laughs> But yeah, um, I guess that's really it. I mean, I Rob, do you have anything you want to say to the people? What? Um, <laughs> I guess hail
2: uh, Hydra. besides besides hail Hydra. <laughs> um, no. Yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be really loud on the audacity recording, huh? Okay. <laughs> um, I guess um, please stay safe. Mm. Um, you know, we're all going through this. Yep. All of us, you know. Uh, yep. I know I have I, I've lost family already because of this uh the because of this um whole pandemic. Uh I hope I don't lose more. Um but please do your best to stay safe. Social um, distance. Social distance. Use use hand sanitizer because it does help. Yep. Um Absolutely. wash your hands. Um Thank the nurses strategies. that are
1: on the yeah. front line. No,
2: right now is an excellent time for you to be very you know, to to take a look inward, and if you have like uh, passion projects that you like to do on your own that that doesn't really involve you having to go out all the time, it is a perfect time to do it. Like I, I'm kind of sad that I don't have uh, paints because I have a lot of uh, I have a lot of minis that I could be painting, you know. Yeah. But I, I have I have a lot of topics that I can I can work on besides uh, homework and stuff. Like I, I'm writing a writing a screenplay or uh, you know. Yeah drawing up new material for something it, it it's it's a good time to to look inward for work sure. on yourself for because sure. you don't really have much else to do
0: yeah Thanks so, so. T- okay. take
2: advan- take advantage of this time as opposed to 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 uh, thinking about it as a negative because uh, who knows when this is ever going to happen again
0: yeah Well, thank you, Rob. Hopefully, it doesn't. It's been. Yeah, thanks, Rob. Thank you for having me. Yeah, this
2: was a. Wait, can I can I give a recommendation? Yes, please. Sure. Yeah. Deal. Uh huh. Um, I am recommending this because my phone. uh, Liam remembers like right before we left, um, something happened, and I did the little pulley thing with the USB-C cord on uh, my yep, phone yep. and it got all nasty and, and jagged and I, I had to get a new cord but the problem is that this cord slightly jiggles up and down in the socket um for people who are getting a phone charger I would recommend a magnetic uh magnetic port so basically what happens oh. is you stick in this like little adapter looking thing into your um actual phone port you never have to pull that out out again and damage that port so all you do is plug in the the, the, the charger port Oh, wow. So basically, it's this—it's this, it's this like little cool. middleman that helps your the the charging port on your actual phone stay alive. That's cool. Wow. I ordered one. Um, I ordered a, like a three pack. I think it's like a three pack, five or six foot ca- feet cables. Um, they were a little delayed because of the ongoing issues, but I think they're supposed to deliver this Tuesday. So in a couple days. Um, Damn. But yeah, that's Thanks. that's what I got. Uh, keep your phones I'm a, I, I really hate that phones are designed to break down so I'm trying to keep this one alive as long as possible
0: mm.
1: well, you should recommend the same yours
0: thank you for the recommendation because I didn't have one <laughs> uh, yep. Liam do you have one
1: uh, not really I guess uh, recommendation is an anti-recommendation if you're a teacher or anyone who has power over the academic system don't use zoom All right, use discord or something <laughs> So my that's my anti recommendation?
0: That, that's a nice anti recommendation. My recommendation that I just thought of wash your hands.
1: Ooh, good job. <laughs> Use soap. Soap uh, and water,
0: please. Soap and
2: water, yeah. Um, twenty seconds. Sing your school fight song. You know, it's not yeah. that it's not that long. <laughs> or your work know.
0: fight song, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I love IBM. <laughs> I what? That's not the fight song? We don't have one? <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. This was a longer episode, but I think you guys deserve a longer episode for us not doing it in a while. Our, our, our absence. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Got yeah. plenty of time to listen to it. Yeah. So. Thank you for tuning in, and remember, today. Today. Anything, anything can happen. Can happen. Can happen. We're bye all bye. All all right, bye. See ya. <laughs>